0: So, today the visit is visiting Natalia
1: Kozio. How do you pronounce it? I know, it's, it's always tricky. It's tricky with this uh, surname. And uh, so, Natalia Kozio-Kaliomaki. Ko- Kozio-Kaliomaki, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Hello. Hello. Um, I know that you are originally from, from Poland. But if you can tell me a bit more about
1: yourself. Uh, yes, it's true. I'm, I'm originally uh, from Poland, but I'm leaving, working and having fun in Helsinki, Finland already for for quite some time. I've been here living already uh, over 10 years, like 12 to be exact. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty yeah. Finnish at this point. I would say so. You start to... You start feeling that this is uh, really your place, you know, you can call it a home. Nice. How, how did it become your home? Uh, well, of course, uh, you know, the bin- beginnings are always tricky, uh, tricky. And I, I wasn't really planning. This wasn't really uh, never my plan to to live in any other country than my home country. But I just came to, um, on the very last year of my studies uh, at the Art Academy in Poland, I just decided that, wait a second, I still have this like this um, Erasmus exchange program that I can do. So I did use that on my very last year and I came here to Finland. I got into into the Kuva academia, I uh, got into the printmaking department and then I got totally in love with this school and uh, with everything around it. So I just decided that, okay, I, I just, you know, I can return to Poland, I can finish my diploma over there, I can close my master there, but I still need to come to this country to study a bit more. So that's the story. I came to study uh, a year later, after the graduation in Poland, I came. Uh, to study on a full basis to make my second master <laughs> over here in Helsinki, and and you did uh, printmaking again or something. I else? did a printmaking. Actually, uh, the sto- I, I really like to tell this story because Me I too. think it's uh, it's it's really like that. That I was studying uh, painting in Poland, so I was always considering myself as this know very expressive and and this kind of artist that work with the thick paints and you're always dirty and then you have this massive canvases and your whole body is working and you have this like strokes and you know all these like uh, brushes and this really um, uh, like uh, this really expressive movement but then um, just by the accident when i came on the uh, exchange studies they got me into the printmaking department and i was really like truly horrified i was thinking like what ah. is that i'm i'm a painter i'm not really a printmaker and and back then in my head i have very much like this clear set that the department is very much like uh, defining what you need to do and, you know, what is your profile of the studies and so on. So I was really, truly like thinking that no, no, no. But then they called me down and they said that Natalia, the departments in this school, they don't really tell. I mean, of course, they, they you know, they, they define something in a in a in one way, but it's very free and open. So so I decided, OK, I can still be a painter on the printmaking department. But then I got like really I decided I. I I just discovered the printmaking as something totally new and it was it was so strong that I decided that okay I I really want to try that as a you know as a regular studies as something to to learn more about it and that was a that was a goal (laughs) that was the right heat. Interesting because it's so different
0: like this expressive painting to the printmaking. Print you, might think, so
1: precise. you might think, You might, and that was exactly what I was thinking. That was exactly my mindset was, uh, really you know, expressive I was, with the inks. I, I mean, uh, you know, I was always thinking that I need to be very with inside the printmaking. You need to be really super careful and you need to measure the time and you need to be careful about, you know, the, 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 the paper being cleaned and and all the process is so like organized and kind of um, like, you know, with this. Uh, like with this uptechist, kind of like with this pharmaceutical preciseness, but uh, but then, uh, you know, I learned and I've met at the printmaking in Kuvataida Academia, I've met like really interesting teachers, professors, we had absolutely great discussions going on over there and they've been so much assuring me that that printmaking is something more, you know, like um, Print ca- Printmaking can be just a punch on a paper or, you know, it can work with a beam of light or, you know, it can be, it can be, it, it's, it's so white actually what you can do with that. So, so yeah, then it started to be interesting medium for me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, I have done
0: shifts like that in, in my practice also, but um, in, in different fields, but uh, I understand how just going, to something so different it can be very interesting as well
1: yeah and you know the the funny story is also that the, I didn't really stay uh, with this um, traditional medium of uh, or this traditional techniques uh, that the printmaking can offer I went uh, into a totally different I started also to philosophize a bit what really printmaking is for me. So I, I, I found this kind of uh, insight philosophy that the printmaking is some kind of a, you know, like the, the print is making. So like some kind of a machinery or like a production line where, where, where something is in the constant motion and movement. And then I found it, uh, you know, this old analog machineries. I started to work with film. Um, so that became my printmaking medium. <laughs> film became your printmaking. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You never know where wh- where it's going to take you. You totally never know that. You never know that. And I think it's just, uh, you know, you just have to you just have to let it go and, and uh, and just be very much kind of open what's what's around you and then suddenly these things will find you somehow, naturally.
0: <laughs> How did you end up studying painting in the first place? Did you know you would be an artist? Hey,
1: actually, life? that's a really good question because if I think of my artistic education, I started absolutely early. <laughs> you know, it's been like I was in the primary school and always my teachers were like, you know, saying that there is really something, something good of what I'm doing with, with my hands and uh, you know, this uh, art classes, they were my favorite in the school and stuff like that. So I've been like, after the primary school, I went, you know, in Poland, we had this gymnasium and high school system. So you basically, I don't know, in the age of 13 or something like that, you then go to the gymnasium and I started already that, early in that age the art school so I was in the art school gymnasium art school and then also the high school has had like the artistic profile and then so I was kind of like really you know I knew it that the next thing I'm going to do after this is the the, uh, academy so I went to and somehow the painting has been you know it's been like naturally always around me and of course it's you know you always Perceive yourself as this kind of traditional, you know. <laughs> you stand in front of the canvas with the brush and palette, and and that kind of style when you are young. And uh, so, yeah, I I decided that uh, that uh, painting is definitely something that I want to go and study at the art academy in Gdańsk. And that was really uh, mind blowing. Time it's it's been fantastic. So, so I thought that that I'm I'm just. You know, I'm a painter and I'm going to be a painter, but, uh, but then it turned out, yeah, like this, um, you know, I, I had these uh, clashes with the printmaking, but I have never said goodbye to the painting. I think that I'm very much like I'm, I'm just shifting between one and another. They mm. are very much like also um, giving to each other so yeah i'm charging a lot from the painting backgrounds sometimes when i make my installations i get the comments that they are just like paintings so yeah i think this is really good
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean if i tell you i never uh, saw saw myself as this like in front of the easel with the with the brush exactly no no i never did that i never studied painting at all
1: okay Okay.
0: I uh, yeah, I've never painted with oil paint. Example. that was the
1: yeah <laughs> oil painting was the but that's
0: the usually the the idea exactly of most people exactly. that this is what the artist does
1: yeah and you know the artistic education in poland it's very uh it has this uh traditional side that you have to go through so you have you know the anatomic classes mm. and uh, you know you need to study just like leonardo
0: <laughs> oh, in bulgaria is the same still yeah 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 anatomy I don't know how many years, we just as a separate subject, and then mm-hmm. the drawing is always uh, The drawing, n- model. of course,
1: you work with the steel, uh, still, still alive, and then you work with the natural model, and um, yeah. Yeah. And then actually on the very last, uh, I guess, uh, is it three last years, you're choosing your kind of like a diploma studio. You're choosing your own professor that you want to work with, and you want to prepare uh, just you know, for like a final, final project. So that's mm-hmm. the style over there <laughs> in Poland. 50, I really, yeah. yeah, I have a great memory with this academy. So
0: well, was your family supportive while you were in still in high school and
1: wanting they to pursue were, this? They were extremely supportive. They always, um, nobody ever has been like uh, giving a knock on my head and giving me this kind of uh, mm, you know bite of uh, reality sandwich you know there has been always the they were very much encouraging me in this but i think they at that time they also didn't realize what that exactly means you know it's like you are enjoying that your kid is enjoying some kind of a world that it's finding himself but then at the same time, you're not really, uh, you know, you, you, it's, it's hard. I, I think that they weren't exactly sure how is my life going to look after this education is over, you know, so. But yeah, but they were definitely <laughs> quite, they were never against it. They were always like, um, you know, uh, liking me doing things. I was always like doing something with my hands at home and there has been always some kind of uh, action uh, going on in my room. There has been dirt from the paint in my room. Th- they were never like <laughs> also against that. But I think that, you know, when you go into, from that, from the high school, and then you you just enter the, the, the art academy, and from one art academy inside Poland, you go to another one, which is abroad, and then you start realizing how this construction is made and what does it really mean and how much it requires from you mm, you know they they probably if yeah i wonder if they would be that supportive <laughs> i've been of course hearing this uh, as a side jokes that whoa, 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 you will be famous after you know everything is over you know when the life is over then maybe <laughs> there some recognition will come but uh, you know it's it's always the story of the old big classics uh, that the world knows that the you know your family everybody is just kind of thinking art through that you know they always think art oh picasso (laughs) you know something like that not i mean i don't want to generalize it so so much it's of course it's it's very much depends but but definitely um yeah yeah there is uh yeah it's it's so much compact than than just you know maybe my family was also thinking uh, that art can be very much eaten together with some commercial uh, work, and that that would kind of be uh, some solution for my everyday living with wa- with art. I'm glad anyway that it went the way how it how it went. That they they kind of you know they were assisting, mm. and always the decision I made they were okay with it,
0: which is awesome to
1: have. Yeah, fantastic, sure. yeah. definitely.
0: So. Uh, Where did that end up? What are you doing now?
1: Wow. (laughs) So, what am I doing now? (laughs) That's a big jump. Of course, I graduated um, Kuvataida Academia. So, at that time, it was already the University of the Arts uh, in 2015 here in Helsinki. And uh, ever since that, I've been just, you know, working as a as an independent artist, uh, trying very much uh, not to give up on my own working space and trying to create my own working sanctuary, <laughs> let's say. But of course, the beginnings are always tough. So I've been uh, the beginning, I've been trying to connect very much my um, artistic projects with, uh, with the side jobs uh, on the short term contracts on this freelance contracts, but um, yeah, for the for the last uh, three, four years, I've been working just um, here in my in my studio on a, as an artist on a regular daily basis. And I'm really proud of that. So, so you should. Yeah, yeah that's lovely. I'm really proud of that. So the space that we are uh, today over here, that's my very own studio i'm also really proud about it because i started with something super tiny uh, my space was like i don't know was it 12 square meters with a super tiny small window and i had so much stuff so it was very cluttered and very dungy looking space but uh, now i have this place where I really like to call it this is this is totally my working space. I'm coming over here to work, but I also come here, you know, when I have to, you know, I can just sit here and read some stuff and, um, you know, just work on a computer or or then also do a mess.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, work has many dimensions. It does. <laughs> <laughs> definitely.
0: Yeah. Um, are you working on some specific piece right now?
1: or a theme or uh,
0: like, what
1: are you doing right now? Uh, yeah, I think that also to maybe organize this a little bit because of course we, we started so much from uh, from where this whole thing came out and why the art and how did it happen. But just to make this clear, I work, of course the printmaking is, is something that I studied and I c- consider myself uh, really as a Printmaking, but I very much work on the intersection of the expanded printmaking and the analog film. So this is the, the world where I'm at the moment very much moving around. And, uh, you know, I do um, like, of course, I work with the big size canvases, I work with the small stamp size, you know, uh, film frames, um, I do the uh, big space installations, but I also work with the live cinema perform- performances. So that kind of gives maybe more. <laughs> now I can tell what am I, what's my latest, uh, you know, latest thing that I'm working on. It's just, um, yeah, at the moment this um, this uh, analog technology and uh, analog film is very much taking the. F- front uh, front side of, of, of my actions. Um, of course, mm, there has been the art residencies that are already behind me, which were very much focusing around that medium. And uh, at the moment I'm preparing for another one, which is coming in September. It's, uh, it's in Canada, in Toronto, at the liaison of independent filmmakers in Toronto, I'm really happy, happy to go there. So, of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, is it going to be a um, physical installation you're bringing to Toronto? Uh, actually not. There is, uh, uh, I have a three months totally to, to work uh, over there inside studio with the machinery, which is not available for me in Finland. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm just uh, going over there with the project. Uh, so I will work um, with 16 millimeter film. And uh, I'm going over there also to work with the animation station, uh, definitely that. And I'm going to just uh, work on the material, which later on I will use uh, as, a, as a, a material for my uh, upcoming installation.
0: How does this process go usually for you?
1: How the process go? You mean like... Um, I mean, you, you have an idea that you want to do a specific thing? You know, the things that uh, are triggering me very much are, you know, like the relation between the subject and the camera, the mesmerizing structures, uh, you know, th- that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm considering myself really as an abstract artist so and also i have a feeling like there's so much you know the 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 flat screens and the pictorial realities like no longer enough for us so i'm kind of uh very much working on on building something where there can be the collective some kind of collective experience. So I'm very much um, trying to create and build the material, which later on I will use for building the very kind of uh, like this multi-sensory uh, space installations. So that's the that's the thing for me. So I'm looking for that kind of structures and that kind of uh, mechanisms that I can use. That later on they can help me to, you know, to to work inside the space as this kind of tool for this uh, collectivity and this like a total full immersion is mm. something that I'm very much interested in so I want to you know it's it's not so much of a flat screens yeah, but yeah. more of, of a space that involves the visitor to do to kind of act um, you know as a part of the installation that I do as a part of that printmaking or this printed and film kind of uh, uh environment and and then add also something something to it.
0: very interesting. So you are gonna you're gonna interrupt you're gonna do part of that
1: process and then you I'm going over there also to learn new things. That's my uh, that's my goal also to to definitely check what is theirs uh, working ethics like how do they handle the things over there. And then, um, and then also, you know, the being over there in Toronto and not use, uh, like, be blind on what Toronto has to offer. So the, you know, the the, the whole space around you and the, the city, uh, the environment which is over there, it's it would be big shame. So I'm going over there also. So I will definitely. Uh, get lost with the camera around the city and uh, collect the material also, you know, from this from the city parts, and then yeah, I will push that into a full limits of uh, into the the, the 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 very much into the abstraction. Are there some specific themes that you revolve around? You know, that's that's something that it's always very open. I work very much, you know, the the. the sp- kind of like this, this uh, sensory sensory systems, there is this lens, you know, I always very much charge from what's around me, and then I'm just turning that into into this abstract images. So, so I'm always working with some kind of uh, weird, broken, uh, mesmerizing, weird, uh, multi angled architecture. So that's always when these projects are ending. So maybe the the, the architecture is some kind of a focal point. The thing that you see over here on this table is the 16 millimeter film. And that's something that I've been, this is the material I've been using for my latest uh, performance, which was uh, also a finale of this one month residency at the Filmwerkstaden uh, lab in Vasa here in Finland. And uh, you know, the performance has been called Pieces that Matter. So basically this film, it's very much based kind of like, I've been animating there uh, some random pieces of paper. I just, you know, recorded them on on the film and then I use them again. So this paper has been, these papers start flipping and doing all kind of uh, movement of folding and unfolding. And then I also mixed it that with the mm, overhead projector where I had the actual pieces of paper being there. So there has been a really nice contrast with these projected images and then pieces like that. I also have this huge fixation for Japanese paper. You know, I use it a lot. I think I will never just unfix myself from it. I use it a lot. This is the very thin and very strong and durable uh, this Japanese Kozo paper. This paper actually I'm ordering all the way from Kyoto, from the nano nanopaper um, factory. I work very much with the collage, something that maybe I didn't mention so much in our discussion, but the collage is very much the thing which binds all this thing that I do. So even when there is a, you know, the spatial installation or when there is a performance, this live cinema performance, or when there is the actual prints or the the graphics that I do on Canvas, there is the collage is something that binds them. Because everything is always like cutting, pasting, finding the right elements, like putting them together and creating some kind of a conversation between these elements. First I do print on the Japanese paper and then I just find the elements that are uh, the most interesting and then I start like cutting them and pasting and mounting it on the canvas. Things are really uh, somehow in the studio when they have the place. Of course, this is just the bookshelf, but I really love, you know, pens and pencils color pencils that i use it a lot different tapes and uh, the boxes over there under the table which you might unfortunately meet with the (laughs) with the big fluffy trash bin which is full now there's things that uh, they just have to be in their spots and these big scissors that you see them on the wall over there, because you were also asking me, do I work with the themes or do I have some subjects and stuff? And and uh, and the very 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 first time I made a, uh, uh, I made my my last exhibition has been about uh, my grandfather, who was like a contribution to my grandfather, who was a tailor. So these big scissors that you see on the wall, they are actually uh, from him. They're giant, they look like straight from some kind of theater and then at the same time they're still on action. They are so sharp, you know, they are I don't know, they're probably like almost 100 years old and still they are perfect.
0: You mentioned something about building these community like installations something that people can mm-hmm. perceive a bit like off screen and but like together mm-hmm. uh how important is a community
1: for you uh, well i think it's it's uh, absolutely important it, it definitely you know that's something that uh carries you either on or off <laughs> or not <laughs> I think that uh, f- I, I think that's that's uh, you know artist without the community is or art without the community around it. It's it's quite a difficult. It's it's difficult to, to work like that. So it's very important for me. I uh, after you know this years of living over here in Finland, I can definitely tell that uh, I'm inside this community. I love the, what's what's growing around us. And I also like to, you know, be involved in kind of gathering and creating new situations or kind of interactive um, mm, momentums where people can come in and they can also be part of it. So, so yeah, yeah. The, you know, in the place where we are over here uh, in the Soroy Hupeto, I would definitely call it. Uh, Nice artistic community. I think there is a very, um, you know, there is there is a lot of different artists working over here in the building where we are right now. We have a fantastic um, artist working on the w- working with different mediums. There is dancers. There is photographers. There is musicians. Um, there is also guys working with sculpture and uh, p- painters and also me. It's definitely. I mean. Yeah, it's it's great to be part of the community, but also it's even greater to feel that you can applaud something that can also uh, be used by that community. Mm. And do you somehow involve the community when you create your works, like your friends or family? Sure. Okay. Uh, not so much that, of course, you know, I'm I'm very much that kind of, I think this comes also from the, when I work on my own projects, I, uh, it's, It's very much one on one work, so I'm very much dealing with things by myself and it has to go into the absolute, uh, I don't know, like standing in front of the wall and just hitting your head on the wall uh, that, okay? if I cannot absolutely push this forward just with myself, then then eventually I will ask some help. Of course, w- you know, I'm talking like more about the process. That's something w- that I'm working very much uh, by myself. But then, of course, it's nice to evolve, you know, other minds and other, you know, points of view. And then, you know, suddenly when you're facing some kind of difficulties of, okay, where is this actually going, then, that's the moment also where I, maybe that's the moment where I, I can use uh, friends and and people from the community somehow. Mm. Do you have some routines of how the process goes otherwise? Um, you know, I don't know if this is, well, I definitely have like the, the routine of working is like, uh, you know, the space where I am, where we are over here, that's the, you know, I have a routine of working so that, um, well, well, I'm coming I'm here like every day from Monday to Friday sometimes over the weekends also because if you love so much the space it's so hard to get yourself out from here and then you know um, I'm also trying uh, I think I created already that kind of a comfortable situations for myself that um, you know i j- just by working with different mediums that sometimes you're i work with the canvases but sometimes i'm with the film and sometimes you know there is a we're working on the live cinema performances and stuff then you know the fact that i can jump very much from one to another that's a that's something that i would call it's a it's a nice flow of the of the kind of a routine that i like that it's not i'm i don't have to like offer a full attend like complete total attention uh lasting for a long time into the only one thing but i can very much you know move from one to another and that i like very much but then also um yeah maybe one one of the routine in my process is that before i start i have to absolutely clean the whole space that's something where I cannot start when, you know, when, when, when things are somehow opened in the middle, when something is disturbing me. There has to be a total silence around me and then I can start. That's, uh, that's one part of the total
0: silence that must be difficult here with the I don't road and the, and the cars yeah,
1: no no it's it's not the silence in sense of uh, of hearing things but total silence kind of like the you know nothing vibrates here visually nothing really ah, okay, kind okay. of collects my right. uh, yeah disturb my attention so so that's definitely the thing that i do and just because i also collect a lot of things i have a lot of uh film machinery but then i also have you know paints and then i also have a clean papers and stuff there is like um i have this mania of collecting things because once you get to your own studio then you realize like okay well maybe maybe this i can use at some point so you're not so easy with throwing the elements out the the things but everything is seemingly usable so then, I also one and of it's, the very, it's
0: very easy also to collect things super here. Super easy,
1: and one of the routine that I have is that you know I very much keep the things in the boxes. I very much like almost archiving this these things that I'm collecting. So I have really. My things are—I would consider them like pretty much in order. <laughs> I would just know exactly where to find what, and you know, um, some kind of um, organization inside the studio. That's definitely—I would call it a routine. Um, have you have you been
0: ever in a creative block where you find it difficult to to work or to start a new project or or something like that?
1: Creative block? Ah, you mean that creative block? Uh, the, the creative yeah. block. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really think so. Now, that's a very good question. Nobody has ever asked me about that. And I would say, no, I, d- I don't think I have ever been like completely kind of frozen and not knowing what. It's, t- of course, you know, there is uh, more intensive moments and sometimes there is uh, things where you have more space around you and 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 there is more air around the things that you do. And that is something that also helps you to collect your thoughts. And then you're kind of finding yourself in that, in that kind of a mind circle of processing different things in your head. And, uh, but, but definitely, no I, I can, I, I can, no, I don't think this has ever happened. I mean, it's not a must that it has happened, no, it's of course. not a must, and <laughs> I really hope this doesn't happen <laughs> often to, yeah, to yeah. the and other I mean, guys, too.
0: Like you, that you've been uh, fl- yeah, flowing nicely
1: <laughs> so yeah, far. I think that you know, um, I wonder maybe maybe artists are just like that that you know, they you have to be interested, there's always something interesting, there's always something you're looking for, there is. You know, the the world is just surprising you pretty much everywhere, you know. So maybe, you know, even when you are in this moment of not really mm, like processing, Mm. I don't know, the actual work, actual piece, still you're working, actually. (laughs) Obviously, the studio is very important to you,
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, but have you ever been without one? Like, can you work
1: without a studio? I definitely can't work without the studio. I think, of course, uh, as soon as I graduated the Art Academy, then uh, that was the moment that it wasn't like immediately, this this space was just waiting for me. So there was a small, I don't know, lasting probably few months, uh, the moment where I really had no clue where is my studio going to be. That was uh, before getting that small studio in Valllilla. And um, and I remember that you know uh, I have a I have a fantastic husband who always finds the solutions for all kind of things, and then he has been uh, just coming up with the idea that let's buy um, like huge uh, kitchen table. Let's do that. Let's install like the biggest we can find it. Let's just install in our apartment, and that will be your station. And then you know we did that. We actually have like a massive table in our home, which is quite a center of of everything what happens in our home. Uh, But it never actually became a studio. (laughs) And I'm really happy for it, that it never had to. So I had this uh, short moment of not having the studio right after the graduation, but I think that this happened quite quite soon that I actually found the space there. It always happens by accident. By accident I found my very first studio and also this one uh, also was just a very good coincidence. How many studios have you had? How many I had? All in all. Um, no, I didn't have many. That's my second studio. Oh, and I really hope that, oh, wow. uh, yeah, I didn't have many. I, uh, b- you know, there is also something like that, that when you finally set your se- settle yourself down and you make the space that really works for you. And then, you know, it, it's you've been there already in a certain time and it, the, some years has passed and you kind of already learned how to work in that space, then you don't really want to move it, you know. And uh, moving is like th- the moment till you actually, till the things will um, be fully set up in your studio. It takes it takes really time, you know. You always will be moving and changing and something. And when suddenly it's ready, you just want to stay. So I really hope I don't have to, of course, I, I would love to have a, you know, like really massive space like super spacious and open studio. But uh, at this moment, I think this is, this is what works the best for me. So I want to stay here.
0: <laughs> I hope you do. So have you shared the studio with other people? Was it how was the previous one you had?
1: Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I was not sharing the studio. I was actually always maybe in a little bit more, even the super tiny and small studio that was always mine. And this is the second studio and it's also just for my own use and I know this, is a, th- this can be a great privilege to work, at, you know, to have a whole space just for yourself, but then it can be also a little bit a curse, you know, that you're just yourself. And uh, the tricky thing is there is a lot of artists around over here, but we, uh, you know, you don't see the guys that often. You know, people are so much... I guess uh, it depends on the type of people around you exactly. Yeah, 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 definitely it does uh we of course you know we have a moments where we meet for coffee or somebody's just knocking my head and says natalia i just need to talk about that i just need to talk over this subject because i'm so stuck in my studio i just need to you know ex like say it mm. and then we do this like a short this is really fantastic then we do this short breaks and then the things goes back on the right track so but yeah I I never had to share the studio, and I really um, yeah I really consider that as a as a big privilege. What do you like about your studio the most? You know what I love the roughness. I love that it's not uh, this unperfection of this space. This crazy. I mean the I love uh, this side of the, the windows that are taking the the totally the full wall. This this uh, this side wall. Uh, and then uh, when I look over this window, I have a total like this reminds me my hometown. Really, I can tell you where I see this in my town in Poland. Uh, so so I kind of feel like you know in this roughness, this uh, post-industrial kind of a weird area of some storages and weird buildings. Uh, I I I feel good here. <laughs> 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 but of course there is more about it. There is uh, just the fact that there is, uh, you know, I really feel like I'm coming, you know, to, to kind of like, you know, to my working space. I, uh, this is not just like, um, well, this, this is really the space that's, that's living. There is, a, there is a great fermento going on with all the different guys around you. And, you know, uh, you can also get uh, great support if something, something is missing and you don't have it at the moment in your under your hand. But maybe, you know, maybe you need um, some extra salt (laughs) and sugar, (laughs) cup of milk, whatever, you know, there is always people to ask for it. (laughs) Definitely, (laughs) of course, you know, of course, sometimes we are uh, going into the traps when we start like meeting on a coffee in our uh, this common kitchen And stuff like that, then you start talking and the time is passing. And then it's, you know, when you are the owner of your own time and you don't really have a boss who's just, you know, counting your, you know, but okay, the break is over. Then sometimes, you know, it's a trap that, okay, you you might really lose yourself and and then like realize that, okay, uh, I should have been,
0: (laughs) yeah, returning. Okay, uh, rolling back to the the studio space.
1: do you store all your art here? Uh, yes, I created, I, I managed to um, to like divide the space so that I can still storage the things that I'm doing in my studio and I don't need to use any extra space for that. But I, uh, from year to year, I see that the space is getting more <laughs> <laughs> it's shrinking <and> somehow. <laughs> somehow shrinking. And I don't know why. <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, I I still storage the things over here, and uh, you know I also hope that this flow of uh, making the things and then letting them go from your studio that this is something what what's what's will what will be going on. So mm. they are not just uh, pieces for storaging, but pieces for just you know, going further and make people enjoy them. (laughs) Hopefully, (laughs) yes. yeah. How big is this space, actually? We didn't mention that. Yeah, we didn't mention that. It's, uh, um, you know, I was thinking that it's 27 square meters, but then I really checked my- I think uh, it's larger than that. It's larger, because then I checked, like double-checked my agreement and it's 32. So it's slightly bigger, but also the fact that it's a square you know, when I entered the house the walls weren't yet here. So I was double like I was even more privileged that I could choose where exactly the wall will be put it. So I could choose how big this space actually will be. That was I'm I know. That's just so goddamn like <laughs> So yeah, because at that time they were still like um, like uh, taking the space under construction and trying to think how will they share it and so on. And I was early enough so that I could choose uh, where exactly I want this wall. Ah, so that's kind of the wall they built. That's the wall and also mm. that one there. Uh
0: huh.
1: Yeah. All right. <laughs> Do you go to exhibitions and galleries and st- Do stuff? Do I go? Of course I go. I definitely do go and this is, I think, part of the part of the system, you know, you just uh, I very much like what Helsinki has to offer and how much you can really go around and check. But also the fact that I'm coming, you know, I have kind of I have two legs. So one leg is in Poland and one leg is here in Helsinki and I can always like jump, you know, between these countries and also charge what's what's going on in there from this kind of like a everyday. Mm. Bing. So do I go? Definitely I go. I, maybe I'm not always present at the main openings, which is uh, quite maybe sad because that's also the moment where you can, uh, you know, where, where you can meet the guys that are usually hidden in their studios. For that moment, they <laughs> you know, it's, it's the situation. But also, you know, the, the dynamics of, of meeting the artist right on the spot with the opening, that's also something really great but uh not always in the main in the in the openings but definitely i like to just go after the dust is down <laughs> settled down and then you can go and really absorb what's in there what places do you like here in helsinki um you know i like to go very much to Halli. i like to go to the around the galleries i like of course you know when 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 there's a big changes in kiasma and the the uh, Amos rex and um yeah there there is there's is places to go the design museum and um prokov um yeah there's there's things to go around there is for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> thankfully yeah <laughs> yeah really great i'm really happy that you know as an artist you 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 get some entrances for for free and then and um, yeah, and then you can just go with the flow on the museum card and mm. <laughs> just <Yeah. laughs> just go everywhere. I really like to actually at the end of the year always check like how many entries my card, my museum card, has been you know uh, coding, <laughs>
0: remembering. You said uh, also that um, somehow the environment around you is affecting how you
1: mm-hmm. work and mm-hmm. all that.
0: What what are some of your favorite places like? inspiration in the city you know
1: i i have a feeling because uh i've been growing up uh in a uh, you know i've been growing up in poland and the city that i come from it's not the most touristic but it's definitely much more busy or it feels uh, louder and it feels um you know, there is there's always things around you. There is always so much going on. The kind of the vibration of the of the city or, or what's what's around you over there, it's way different than here in Finland. I have a feeling that when I come to when I come to Finland each time, I feel like okay, this is the place where you can rest. You know, you can take a deep breath and you can really. I know it it might sound. I don't know if if the locals really feel that way. Uh, but there is so much you know you're you're living in a in a main city of of Finland but but still you get so much from from the neighborhood, f- so much from around you. you can always jump you know the, the the ongoing never ending forests which are always around you. That's something that's that's uh, I think that forests are really helping me to to make up my mind a little bit more. I really love the lonely walks in the forests and you know there's always a contact with the you can always end up on the shore somewhere looking at the sea over here even though it's a it's a city but there's always a sea somewhere it's around. A city. It's a sea. It's a sea. And it's very foresty city. So mm, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Finland is definitely very
0: calm in comparison to Totally. Most other places I have been to.
1: Completely, yes, completely. Each time I go to, I go and visit Poland, I feel like, oh, okay, now it's just time to (laughs) go back a little bit like, you know. Have a break from the break. (laughs) Have a break from the break, yeah, exactly.
0: Mm. Can you think of some artists that have somehow influenced your
1: work or that you liked their work? Well, you know, speaking about that, that's always like uh, it's changing so much. And also the fact that I've been let's say, like touching this art things from the very early age. So I also see how much uh, this, you know, inspiration. Maybe lately. How much OK, let's put it that how way. How much lately. these things has <laughs> been changed. You know, as a young one, I I would just, you know, look at this big classics of René Magritte and Pablo Picasso, his blue uh, period mm. and that kind of stuff. But, you know, I've been like for a long time, I have the I've I've been like quite enchanted by this uh, Ethiopian-American artist Juliet Meredou. She's doing like this very big, massive, um, uh, abstract mm, landscapes. They are based on the lightscape, but also her working ethics. I like it very much because she was through that talking about this um, social, um, um, political, Uh, issues but then also for a long time I've been like you know the Polish uh, school of posters this 50s 80s um, time you know so that that's been very much uh, going on in my head this um, very vibrant colors of this uh, poster schools Um, you know this um, uh, this hybrid with the words and the images that they've been doing it's quite uh, quite, uh, quite typical, exactly for, uh, for, for the, uh, for the Polish poster schools. Yeah, I would say that, uh, of course, quite soon from that, you know, I went into the early film, uh, experimental film, and the film avant-garde. So I've been like always inspired by, Giga Vertov and his man with the movie <laughs> camera, nineteen twenty nine. Uh, and then, you know, the Man Ray, Walter Ruttmann, what else would there be? Of course, the Eino Rutsalo, the Finnish guy, experimental filmmaker. The Polish Julian Antonish. that's also a big inspiration of mine. But then also the younger generation like uh, Len Lai and then the Bill Morrison. So that's something what's, you know, my, the, the, the huge fixation is still there. But then I also charge and I really get a lot of stimulation from the big American musicals. You know, I love them. I love them so much. I could, of course, throw to that basket, you know, like the West Side Story or the Sound of Music. But I think I'm talking a little bit more about these early birds where where you have these um, gold diggers of 1933 or the 42nd Street. And you have this massive, uh, you know, amount of dancers. This, cho- uh, this choreography—they are, are fantastic. <laughs> they are fantastic. And Busby, Busby, uh, Busby Berkeley, the American choreographer—he's the—he's the really the the star who started actually from, you know, he was working in the army and he was like uh, he started from. Uh, conducting like this uh, army parades, but then he became a true star, <laughs> creating this, you know, very kaleidoscopic and uh, this it's probably similar process of guiding those dancers like an think army. Think about <laughs> it. Think about <laughs> it. <laughs> army of dancers. So that's it. But then, you know, I've been always into this low tech stuff mm. that has been very much inspiring me. The, the the old, the early cinema. That's something where I find a lot of things that really uh, triggers me. But then also I like very much, you know, this combo of artists, uh, scientists, uh, you know, what's new uh, that the world can offer. So there is, uh, yeah, I could maybe mention some, you know, from the Polish background. There is this Karolina Halatek, which is really uh, great artist she works like with light as a central medium she's using that as as very much and then she's building this great like this enigmatic space uh, site-specific installations where the light is really the the source of pretty much everything and then there's this japanese guy yuri suzuki which is like a sound designer and he builds like this sound objects and he inserts them in the in the space so there's there's there is a lot. There is a from lot of inspiration. Yeah. But you know, that is also changing very much. Now is that, but then yeah, of yeah, course. There depends. is a lot. Yeah.
0: By the way, yes, the the visit now has a website I'm happy to share, thevisitpodcast.com, and then there is a, a page for these recommendations oh. that I ask everybody about. Yes, so there you can see what each of my guests have been recommending great so I will be happy your to names are going there also definitely <laughs> definitely yes uh, yeah been looking for a while how to how to share this information because
1: f- for me it's very valuable I I think that I think so be I good think for others as, as well totally totally yeah. I will be definitely checking what the other has there <laughs> <laughs> to
0: offer yeah of course one way is to just listen to other episodes <laughs> but a faster way is to just go to the website. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes. What are your favorite tools? My favorite tools? For your work. You know, um, like I mentioned uh, you already, that I work very much with this analog machinery. So I use a lot of slide projectors, overhead projectors, and I, then I also use the film projectors. More often is, the, of course, the 16 millimeter projectors, which you see over here. There's like... One, two, three, four, five of them, <laughs> and then so this is very much my favorite tool. I would say I very much lo- like the film film projectors. The you know the sounds of the sprockets and uh, you know all the machinery. Of course the analog machinery, but then I also have this uh, editing table here on your left side. That's also something that uh, it's, it's quite handy. <laughs> it's quite nice to use for. All kind of film um, oh, yeah. ed- editing actions. It looks very professional. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a very rare thing that
0: uh, you couldn't just see anywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to 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 get that one over here, and um, it. How does a person get these kinds of
0: uh, old machines? That's the thing. It's not like they're has been been sold in the shops.
1: Uh, How do you find them. No, but there is you know if you if, if you suddenly start working with a certain medium and then you start searching and you also know the people who uses the same stuff and and then there is uh, you know uh, the, the film projectors and the, uh, the slide projectors that's actually something that that could have been found very much uh, years a few years ago like almost on the streets but now that's something more that of course all kind of auctions and stuff but this i just i just get a uh, information <laughs> <laughs> from the dealer <laughs> 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 of <Almost>. old projectors <laughs> almost yeah exactly <laughs> there's quite a lot of film yeah yeah there is but of course there is uh, you know film comes from auctions film comes from ebay and film comes also from uh you know found uh sources <laughs> so um so yeah well of course when you're when you're just working with a certain medium you you just uh, suddenly start you know finding out where and sometimes somebody is just like oh you're doing that right this is I, there's nothing i can do with it or i've been mm. having for years take it you're happy, you know, and then you definitely can do something with that. So I have some, you know, some old uh, films, film reels that I've been getting, some old uh, subtitle film that I've been getting from from uh, friends and, you know, from people who couldn't do much about that, but I will definitely make a use.
0: <laughs> have you managed to mix somehow the film with,
1: with these kinds of yeah I've been
0: are up behind us
1: there yeah with this they're actually the 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 prints they they are on the canvas but uh, but they are like uh, made with uh, all kind of print making techniques but um yeah yeah I've been exactly uh, having this this great desire of mixing these things together so when I was uh, often in this uh, spatial installations that are based on the projectors and, you know, um, all kind of s- slight pictures and film. Then I also like to add, like, insert into the space some actual existing um, objects, some prints, some stuff that could correspond with that space. But then, mm, yeah, it's also quite tricky and... Uh, and uh <laughs> you know my spaces they are a little bit like a, like a juki boxes there's like a lot of everything <laughs> that's know. what makes it so interesting yeah <laughs> and i love that i love that i always i uh, it's a it's a total craziness you I, I prepare a lot of material and then when i enter the space then i'm actually starting to building the space so of course i have some refer uh, references before with what kind of space I will work, but also the fact that I can uh, shut myself for like from three to five days of uh, installing the 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 project. Then that's where the fun starts. You know, then you start furnish all the elements inside the space. So there is kind of a little bit the element of uh,
0: improv, improvisation. Totally,
1: totally, always. Like, uh, like, like, pretty much. That's that's what it is, and it's. Like you know, it's like another. You you just go and then you got like the empty white piece of paper and then you just have to work on it. It's like uh, this is this is the best part, I would say. You know, of course you you know I'm imagining things and I'm building them somehow beforehand and so on. But the reality always you know adjust. Defa- yeah, <laughs> exactly, pretty much. Okay, well, I think we've kind of gone through
0: all that I had in mind, mm-hmm. would there be anything that you would like to add?
1: You had in your question, there was a question about if I can suggest some some inspirations or, or kind of like, a, like, you know, things yeah. that could be, um, which I like it very much. And then I started also to like roll it in my head and thinking like, what is it? Ah. Is it a book? But I've been, like, lately reading so much this uh, uh, methodological books, you know, about the photography and film and color, so maybe not that much. But then um, I was thinking more of, the, for example, my latest discovery, which I can suggest that go and visit, is this, like, textile mixologist which is really great. You can get, like, a lot from <laughs> from that, you know, for if you're into the patterns, colors, uh, structures. So and that's a book? It's not a book. It's or a profile it? on the, on. The, of course, uh, we're, we are inside the Instagram world. So this is the profile on Instagram, which I really highly suggest to go and visit. It's called Textile Mixologist. It's uh, done by some Didi Lozano from America. And she basically mixes all kind of... Um, Uh, recycled fabrics with different different uh, like this clothing that she finds and the colors are amazing and the structures are amazing and the pictures are great so go and visit okay but then also um, but then also I've been like lately for the last time like playing so much in my studio the Henry Mancini song this Luyong called which I really highly recommend, like, for, just, you know, grabbing the, the, Lucha, the piece I don't know, of the I'm filling. not sure if
0: I know that song.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it has this certain, uh, certain mood. Good. And then there's also, what I can suggest is this, uh, because I've been, uh, that's also my latest discovery, is this Polish, um, uh, like, a music company called Tuck Picture, and it's run by the Václav Zimpel uh, from Warsaw and his uh, latest album, this Breath of Brahma, really go, go to the, uh, these, uh camp band, uh, and then, uh, band camp, band camp and then, and then listen.
0: <laughs> you do, we'll do. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks a lot
1: for having me today. Thanks for, Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks for it's it's nice it's and fantastic. And uh, yeah, it's always, you know, it's always like, oh, you're going to talk about me.
0: <laughs> yeah. So sorry
1: you've been uh, like if, if it has been unorganized and a bit like. Uh, I think messy. it's been great.
0: Come on. No, it's perfect.
1: <laughs> great. Fantastic. Good to talk to you. Yeah,
0: and uh, good luck with the work and the residency. Thanks a lot.